welcome back to the Balanced Body Podcast. I am Ashley Mazurik, and I am your host of this podcast. Today, we're going to talk about integration of the body as it relates to the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. Um, this is all on the basis of understanding what could possibly be wrong with us. And so when we have a physical issue, problem, there most likely is a mental, emotional, spiritual component to why that physical issue is represented in the body. So the body can't talk to us, so it has to give us signs and symptoms, i.e. pain, distortion, inflammation, restriction, to give us some idea that we need to dig deeper, that we need to go into self to understand a little bit about ourselves to grow, right? So for me, uh, one of the things that I do with clients is create those questions, those curiosity questions, so that they can dig deeper, whether they wanna have a full conversation, like an hour, diving deeper, great. If it needs to be just a question that they ponder or think about or maybe want to discuss at a later date, that's fine too. This is all about creating awareness. So we have chakras from the root, which is what we're talking about today. Today, we're going to be talking about the hips. But the chakras, as it relates to it's as it relates to the body, it is the root from the top of the pelvis down to the feet. That's symbolically the root. Now, if you go back to any of my previous podcasts, I have a lot of stuff on chakras. So why is that important? Because if you understand what the chakra represents and you know what area of your body you're having problems with, then you can ask your own questions and you can figure out for yourself what the heck is wrong with me. Now, the level of consciousness and awareness for you to be able to dive to that depth may not be present. So you may need to get a coach. You may need to get another perspective outside of yourself that is able to see inside of you something that you're not yet aware of or want to um, identify with because we have experiences and memories that we in our life choose to disassociate or repress. Now, yes, I do talk a lot about meditation because meditation is all about the idea of getting quiet enough to allow spirit body to bring to consciousness what we need to work on through pictures, ideas, dreams, sentences, words. There's all kinds of ways that our body is trying to communicate with the relevant mental, emotional, spiritual issue that we have going on. So I wanted to talk about today the pelvis. And then also, as I was reviewing my order and what I'm going to talk about, want to be like, well, I, I didn't really, it didn't seem like I really explained why the heck I'm doing this podcast. And so one of the things also, one of the reasons I'm doing it is because I was asked to do it. 
And in the classes that I teach, this is a, a very important part and component of coaching. So understanding there are, there's a general idea of what things represent. And there's also the intuitive aspect. So, you know, I'm giving you what's black and white, what's generally, this is what this means. And then I would encourage you to put out questions to then disseminate, create clarity, dig a little deeper into what it is specifically to them. Now, when I say we talk, we're talking about the hip today, oh God, the hip is like the epicenter in my opinion. Like so much shit's wrong with the hip, right? Whenever I coach on my mentorship call, it's always like, what's the hip doing? <laughs> because the hip as below, so above. Now I know it's a, as above, so below, but when it relates to the hip, my God, there's 32 muscles, pretty sure it's 32 that attach to this guy. And so that creates a lot of pools and that creates a lot of vectors and effects and effects, i.e. slings that can create dysfunction above and below. For instance, we talked about the angle in the foot. Shit. If there's something wrong with the pelvis, then it's going to create issues within the knee and with the ankle. And whatever one is most mobile and not stable is the one you're going to get the effects from. If you've got the issue in the pelvis and you've got an issue above, yeah, you're going to be looking at the upper cervical. You're going to be looking at the cranium because of the cranium, whatever's going on in the ilium is also writing itself in the temporal bones. Whenever you got it going on in the occiput, then you're going to be looking at the sacrum. Is there a lot of shit that goes on in sacrum? Yes. So you can't holistically or integratively help somebody unless you are addressing this. It is surprising how many people, when I say people, I mean smart people. What's a smart person? Somebody with a doctor before their name that does not know this or does not respect it. When I say respect it, maybe they know it, but they don't respect it enough to look at it and do it. So that's why we call ourselves holistic integrative practitioners, because we do respect it and we do look at it. So as we look at the pelvis, there's a lot of different things that can be happening to the pelvis. For instance, you could have a flexion disorder. Ugh. It's hard to hear this because I'm a big visual person. So I would love to have my little pelvis model to show you what I'm talking about. But I'm just giving you ideas of dysfunctions. For some of you may know these words. If you don't, that's fine. Flexion disorders, obliquities, tilts, shears within the pelvis. Um, the, those are all things that can be happening to the pelvis that can affect the sacrum, which can affect the spine, lumbar spine, that affect the cervical spine, that can bleed into the cranium, and also down towards the knees and the ankles. So the point is, this is very important, the pelvis. But what I want to share with you today is that there's a lot of mental emotional that creates these distortions. So the point is, 
if you've done these stretches and exercises and you've been going to a chiropractor or whatever, whatever, and you haven't been getting better, chances are there's a higher order issue that's going on. In other words, there's a mental, emotional, spiritual issue that's driving the dysfunction. If you've done everything physically that you can to get it better and it's still not there, it's not where it should be, then my friend, it is the calling. You're listening to this because you need to hear this. Things need to go a little bit deeper to, to really help it, right? So let's address the polarities of right side versus left side. So when we're dealing with the right side of the body, we're dealing with the yang, the male principle. That is the yang. That is the burnout. That is the catabolic aspect. But it also has to do with others. It also has to do with, are there other people in your life that are creating crazy in you? right? Are there too many other people in your life that aren't allowing you to become balanced and at peace within yourself? So it could be others that you are reacting to that's causing you a physical issue. Right side. Now, as we go into the left side, the left side is the yin, is the anabolic, is also known as the self. So it could be your yin, your, if your left side's bothering you, is there something about you, your thoughts in your head that are driving a dysfunction on your left side, right? So let's dig into what left and right represent as it relates to distortions in the body, right? So for dealing with the pelvis, which is also associated with the root, we can say what we think and what we do are representative first. And the left side, if there's dysfunction, it can be represented as frustrated, frustrated non-doing. So means you're you're non you're not doing what you want to do. You're kind of like spinning your wheels usually from old patterns or lack of consciousness as it relates to subconscious behaviors. And usually you can get frustrated over your own unmet needs, right? So how can we fulfill our own needs? Give ourselves love and create a non-expectation, meaning don't expect others to do it for you. And sometimes you can be in a situation where you do have somebody that's more of a dictator in your life that creates powerlessness. You don't feel powerful. Well, that then you got to rise up and make some decisions. If you want your power, you have to take it back and you have to make decisions about the other person taking your power away, right? You are going to have to be brave, create courage which is about the root, right? So left side dysfunction, not having time for things that you want to do. Ooh, ooh, that can, that can be frustrating, okay? Sometimes we tend to be um, pleasers, people pleasers. I know because I am one of those people, people pleasers. And so you're so busy doing things for everyone else that you've forgotten about yourself. 
right? Places in our lives where we can't get traction, right? Nothing that means something to self actually gets done. So you, when you get into those rageful frustration times, you have to say to yourself, why am I so frustrated? And as soon as you start thinking about someone else, you like, oh, it's that person. You have to say, uh, no, it, what is it about me? What is it about my own judgment of that other person that I can look at and say, what, is, what, what can I do? What am I frustrated about with myself? What am I angry about with myself? It's not about another person. Why? Because we can't change other people. We only have the power to change ourselves. So it becomes, becomes a road that needs to be less traveled. <laughs> right? So we've been denied maybe our own emotional needs. We think but from others, but really it's ourself because we are not fulfilling our own needs. So you have to sit down and, and meditate or just be with self. Make a list, first of all, of all the things that you want to do for yourself so that you can love others and not be frustrated and close your heart self, your heart, heart center down. And then allow yourself to be grateful. List all the things that you need to be grateful for. Because sometimes we need to do gratitude lists. We need to realize we do have a lot to be fortunate for. Right. If, you know, I years, got years and years ago, this was in my late 20s when I was having uh, a lot of stress in my business. And I remember the owner of the buildings saying to me, money isn't an issue as long as you have your health. He says, that's the number one thing that you should be grateful for is you're young and you're healthy. So, this too will pass because I was struggling with my uh, business at the time and, and the rent was going up and it was, oh, this frustrating. So the root, that's the left side, the non-doing. Now the right side of the pelvis, this is what I see a lot in my, my practice is right side has to me is the root because when it's in a flexion disorder, typically the flexion disorder, and you don't, you only know it because you have to measure it, right? So when you have the right side, it's more flexed based off of your putting your fingers on the pelvis. You're like, okay, the right side's more flexed. Is it really? The only way you're going to know is by taking a measurement. Is it more flexed? If it's higher than norms, so seven to 10 for a female, four to seven for a male, if it's higher then it is a flexion disorder, right? So right-sided dysfunction in the pelvis is typically your overthinker. Busy doing, but not necessarily what you want to be doing. You're overthinking. You have, you have guilt driven by the overdoing, overworking, over busyness, overachieving, and then over approval seeking. That is the, you, typically this is a monkey minder. These people, we have hard time meditating, which is why it's so important for us to do. And we feel such great effects from doing it. 
but these right-sided and and you know you could have a, a left dysfunction it's the it's the person that's not really doing and kind of expecting things to get done and they tend to just you know have you ever met someone who talks about how busy they are but when you've spent like a half a day with them you realize they really don't do anything they just waste time more than ever like nothing ever gets done and then you have the opposite of the right the other the, the right pelvis people who get so much done and but you know like relish in that busyness like they love being busy and the the left people like they they talk about how busy they are, but they're just, they're like putting, like if they were to clean their house, they basically take the pile of, of junk and just move it to another room and do that back and forth. They never really do anything with it is another kind of example. So you can get sciatica, you can get a um, piriformis, which is basically hip issues, glute, glute tightness, lower back issues, SI joint issues. These are all stemming from that, that issue of hip as it relates to the root dysfunction. Now, can you have a issue with the pelvis that stems from the foot and stems from the knee? Yes. Most likely there's trauma or there's a situation where they've got Mm, they've got collapsed arch or they've got pronation, excess pronation that can be driven from the ground up and cause pelvic issues. Um, above that, we, you could also, a big issue with pelvic stability is the guts. So is the core and that can drive, that's a big root cause for pelvic, pelvic issues. And so when we look at distortions, we, we can look at the pelvis. We talked about it flexing. We talk, can talk about it shearing, which is creating an obliquity, and which ultimately can cause a rotation. Now, remember when the pelvis rotates, if it rotates to the left, meaning the right side comes forward, then that right side is illustrated of moving and rotating away from the right, which is the yang, which can be representative as a male, right? Can now remember roots in zero to seven years of age. So that represents most likely father, but can it be a male besides the father? Yes. Right now you can have an issue where the left pelvis is rotating to the right, which in that particular situation, we're talking about that pelvis being moving away from a female. Okay. So when we talk about female male, we always start with the mother and father, which it's always funny because when my conversation starts out with mother and father, like, yeah, this has nothing to do with my mom or my dad. Wow. That's a huge denial. And, you know, I, how do you know? And for me, I, the question is, is why not walk down the road just to see if there's a different perspective or there if or why not create more clarity through someone who's trying to help and maybe knows a little bit more than you which is why you came to them right so if you've got a 
the the issue can be is we we have coupling that goes on in the spine, right? So don't forget that the spine's attached to the sacrum and the sacrum is attached to the pelvis, the ilium. So if you've got a scoliosis, right? Then you have a skull, especially in the lumbar, if there is a curvature, meaning there's shortening on the right side, then you're going to have that coupling, which is going to be a side bend. And it's going to be, there's going to be a side bend to the right. And there's going to be an automatic rotation to the left, which is going to pull the pelvis into a rotation. So the question is, is what came first? Chicken or the egg? And that's where you, once you identify through the aspect of understanding the body and assessing and addressing those issues, can you really find out where the chicken and the egg is, right? So be very mindful, there's such a domino effect. And so can the above an atlas issue from like a car accident or from a, a trauma of a hit, external hit, cause an atlas subluxation, which can drive a lumbar issue, which can drive a pelvic issues? Yes, yes, right? So it's really helpful that you go through the, the uh, an assessment with somebody who is familiar with these issues, right? So that's what we're gonna talk about today is the pelvis. Now I think we're gonna move next, I'd, I don't think I know. Next, we're going to move into the sacral area, which is the second chakra, which is, mm, it's a big one because it's seven to 14 and it's all about that worthiness. We all have issues with that. Are we worthy? Can we create pleasure? Can we enjoy ourselves without feeling guilt and shame? And I did a I did a webinar on that. It's on my website, balancebod.com. Oh, I uncovered some really cool things about each of these chakras that I put in a PowerPoint. And because I had spent so much time on it, I decided to create a webinar and I, I, I have attached, it's not expensive, but it, because it took me so long to put together and it's valuable information. I highly recommend people, if they're interested in this stuff, they can visit my website at balancebod.com and find my chakra webinar to download. So I wanted to end here. Thank you for uh, taking the time to listen and grow and uh, short and sweet, uh, send my love. And obviously I hope everyone is doing the best they can with navigating without judgment the course of their life and trying their best to reduce, eliminate is hard, reduce the amount of expectations that we put on ourselves by starting to allow forgiveness and create judgments. Judgment, listen, judgment as it relates to being very judgmental as to what you put your energy in and towards. What, is it, what does it represent for you really? What do you get out of it? And does it take up too, too much of your self-love time, your fun? And 
is it long-term or short-term? Because sometimes I'll say to myself as a justification, well, it's only going to be this week. I, and then I'm going to get back on track. And that can be okay. But if it's over the course of many weeks, you might need to put a clause <laughs> before you say yes, dedicate a short amount of time and then reevaluate it within a week or two. So you, can you maintain this and create the allowance to back out of it, to not do it anymore, right? One of the biggest, help, most helpful kind of old time suggestions, because we can be people pleasers and yes, 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 men. I often try to say, instead of say yes, I'll often try to say, let me get back to you on that. And then really think about it. I know it's, everyone knows that suggestion, but I wanted, I just felt the need to share it again. So thank you very much. And hopefully you'll be able to enjoy our next podcast. I'm trying to put these out at least once or twice a month. So look for me at the, look for me at the beginning of the month. You can reach me for questions on my Facebook page at Ashley's Good She Circle. Instagram, balancebody.ashley. And biggest one is my website, and that's balancedbod.com. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you again for listening, as I know you have many platforms to listen to, and you chose the Balanced Body Podcast. I'm grateful for your time and energy as I have the honor of providing this podcast with the intention only to educate, motivate, and inspire all to move closer towards your ultimate dream or purpose in this lifetime. Please feel free to visit or leave feedback on balancebot.com and share this podcast with another who feel like they may benefit in some way from the information. If you enjoyed the variety of my topics, and you, you can also subscribe to Balanced Body Podcast via the applepodcast.com. This will allow you to be notified when the newest podcast is released.